Hello, this is Dave, and you're listening to the SUV Dad podcast. For nearly the first week or so, I was calling it the Forerunner podcast and Forerunner Dad podcast, excuse me. I've already forgotten the name. Uh, and decided to change it just because Forerunner is probably like a trademarked word. I'm pretty pretty certain it is, and just don't want to get myself into any trouble. So I just went with a generic term that probably can't be trademarked. So from now on, I'm going to call it the SUV Dad Podcast. Gets the same idea across. A guy who likes being off-roading, 4 by 4 and hanging out with his kids. So from here on out, it's the SUV Dad Podcast. So with that important announcement out of the way, what I'd like to do today is talk about maintaining a baseline of fitness so you can go out and have fun adventures with your kids. One of the earlier episodes I talked about, one of the national parks we went to early on, we went to Anza Borrego, which is kind of an interesting park. I don't think it's one of the more popular, well-known ones. Uh, but it's uh, it's pretty interesting. If you like deserts, it's definitely worth, worth checking out. And I'll probably talk about that in some more detail at some point later on. But one of our first kind of quote-unquote hikes we did with our kids, because they were so young at that point, was near one of the visitor centers. It was like a, a little quarter mile, like loop or something like that. And it's on concrete or sidewalk. It's like a sidewalk. So if you're not fit, <laughs> pretty easy walk to do. But as you get older and your kids get bigger, you'll you'll be ready for longer and longer hikes. So if you're someone that's kind of used to doing long multi-day hikes, then this podcast may not be suitable for you. But if you're someone who enjoys going outside but maybe isn't going out on a regular basis and you have kids who are getting older and becoming more fit and maybe there's a point in time where you used to play sports against them or race them and used to beat them pretty easily and now it's getting to the point where it's like a real challenge to beat them or maybe they're starting to beat you sometimes. You can kind of see how the balance of power is shifting a little bit. So today I want to talk a little bit about just some basic things you can do to maintain your fitness. Uh, I've always had an interest in, in being physically fit. Uh, I played sports when I was in high school uh, and college. Didn't do anything like really, I wasn't like on an organized team or anything like that, but I definitely played a lot of basketball and went to the fitness center and did things like that. So I've always been pretty active when it comes to being, making sure I was uh, physically fit and in good shape. After I graduated from college, uh, running was my primary form of action activity just because it was cheap and easy. You could do it pretty much any time you wanted to. You just need a pair of shoes and you can head out and run. Uh, and this is when I lived in Chicago. So when I lived in Chicago, I ran as my primary form of fitness. And I started getting into marathons. Um, a sign of how old I am, uh, the very first time I ran the Chicago Marathon, I was actually able to go out to the the expo for the Chicago Marathon, which is... Um, I think it was McCormick was the name of the the big center where they, they held the uh, the expo and was able to actually sign up on the day or the weekend of the marathon. So the marathon's typically on a Sunday. I was able to go up there on Saturday and actually sign up to run the race, which is an impossibility last I checked. I think they have huge amounts of people who want to run the race. So they do lotteries and things like that. But back in the day, you could actually just walk in there and sign up the day before the race and run a marathon. And I got to be you know pretty decent. I have a, a PR of two hours and 55 minutes. That was about 10 years ago. I haven't tried a marathon since then. 
Uh, I've run Chicago a bunch of times because I lived in Chicago, so that was always super easy and convenient. As convenient as running 26.2 miles can be. And I, I ran the Boston Marathon once, so I'm happy to say I qualified for and ran the Boston once. Didn't need to ever do it again, but ran it once. And my last marathon where I ran my PR, I ran uh, back in Houston visiting a friend. And that was a really good course. So definitely a lot of experience when it comes to running. And then after I had, you know, about the time that I was ready to transition out of be, being a, a hardcore runner and a, a marathoner, started getting into weightlifting. So I've been doing that for maybe like the past, you know, 10, 11 years. So again, good kind of general experience when it comes to being fit. And so, yeah, today let's talk a little bit about ways to, to maintain fitness. Uh, so when it's time to go out and do hikes and as the hikes become longer and longer with your kids, you'll be able to complete them and feel good and won't have to stop as much or take breaks. I mean, obviously stopping and taking breaks and enjoying the scenery is, is a big part of what hiking is all about, but just don't feel like you like you have to just do it because you want to, because there's something great that you want to see and just relax and enjoy. So what I do typically most mornings, obviously when I'm recording this podcast is I go out and I do a walk each morning. So I have my alarm set for 5 a.m. I usually get up before that, between 4 and today, I think it was 4.45. And the reason I do that is, as I said in one of my previous podcasts about goal setting, if there's something that's really important to you, and you can get up early, and you can do that thing first, you prioritize that sort of being the first thing you do during the day, the odds of you accomplishing it are much more likely to happen. Uh, another thing that I agree with that I, I read in the Atomic Habits the Habits book is if you do something frequently, it's much more likely to become a habit as opposed to doing it infrequently. So getting up every single morning, going out and doing something, in my case, doing a walk and recording this podcast, it's just more likely to happen. And so that's been my, my MO is I get up first thing in the morning and I start recording. So I would say prioritize fitness. And again, you don't have to do an hour and a half of anything. Me, I do between three and four miles, which takes me between 45 minutes and a little over an hour. Uh, usually there's a stop in there. I'll stop at my local Starbucks and I'll, I'll get a coffee. Just because I like having a coffee while I'm walking. Uh, so yeah, so it could be walking. It doesn't have to be running. Obviously hiking involves no real running unless you really, really want it to or you're uh, so a bear or something like that and you just want to get away. So walking a little bit each day is probably a, a great way to maintain a baseline of fitness. It's probably what you're using is you're using your legs. There's small amounts of cardio there. Obviously, if you're at elevation or if you're climbing um, uphill, there's going to be more of a more tax when it comes to your, your cardiovascular system. But uh, as long as you're out walking on a pretty regular basis, you should be in reasonably good shape should definitely keep you in a position where you can do most hikes unless there's something really, really strenuous about the hike. So I would definitely recommend getting out and just walking. Weather can be an issue sometimes, I know that. So there may be days where it's just there's way too much snow and ice or it's raining way too hard. Right now, probably can't hear it, but there's uh, some very, very light rain dropping. Well, I'm out on my walk right now, so not enough to like really be more than a, I mean, not even really an inconvenience. I had to stop for a moment and just uh, 
put my face up and confirm that it is actually very slightly drizzling. But there may be days where you get hit with some pretty hard rain. And so if you have the clothing and the equipment to deal with it, then that's great. If you don't, and you just don't want to put yourself in that situation where there's, you know, it's just not a, a really great situation as far as snow and ice, that can be super uncomfortable and in some cases dangerous. Then you can obviously take the time off. If you have a long drive health club, you can go. There's a treadmill. I'm personally not a huge fan of treadmills, but there are other options you have to get out and make sure that you're being physically fit, you know, at least a couple times a week. Like I said, you don't have to be, uh, you know, really super aggressive about getting out each and every day. If you can and if you like it, like I like getting out and walking, then that's great. But if it's at least two or three days a week, that probably gives you a really good baseline for maintaining good cardio fitness for getting out and doing your hikes. When it comes to just strength, and again, strength's important, like if you're gonna be on a hike and you have to carry a backpack, or if you do a lot of uphill and downhill hiking, then leg and core strength are probably gonna be really helpful as far as making that hike feel much easier than it otherwise would. And so, just a couple like general sort of like lifts that work really well for, you know, you get a lot of bang for your buck. It should help you out a lot. One is squats. So obviously being able to do squats and just doing air squats, you don't necessarily need to have weights if you don't have weights. If you have a barbell, then by all means you can use that. If you don't have a barbell, but you have like dumbbells or you have kettlebells, you can use those and do what's called a goblet squat and kind of have it put it in front of you up around your chest and do squats that way. And even if you don't have weights at all, and you don't belong to a health club or a gym or anything like that, you can still do air squats and you can just do volume. You know, maybe do like 25 or 30, where if you had weights and you could weight the thing, you'd maybe do like, you know, five. So squats get a great bang for your buck, uh, great for your, your back, great for your hamstrings, great for your quads. And those are going to really be all the areas that are going to be targeted when you're carrying a backpack and you're hiking for several miles. So I'd say that's probably the single best uh, exercise you can do. And there are, there are other exercises. There's literally dozens of, of leg exercises you can do. Like you can do deadlifts, but I feel like that doesn't translate quite as well uh, for hiking. Obviously it will give your posterior chain a lot of strength. But I feel like a squat just kind of, it's a good all around. It kind of targets everything that you're gonna use when you're out hiking. And so those I think are the two primary areas I would focus on, you know, just having a fairly regular, consistent exercise routine when it comes to cardio and just getting outside and walking. If you like running or maybe you're walking and you just wanna get in a couple runs here and there while you're walking, so maybe you're walking and then for maybe a block you jog and you walk again, that's, that's an awesome way to build up your cardio endurance even better. And then just go and do some, some squats, you know, once, twice at most per week. And 
just if you have weights then great weight them if you have weights it's obviously going to be more kind of like a, a strength-based approach and a little goes a long way if you don't have weights just do air squats do them without anything no barbell no dumbbell no kettlebell and just do volume for those and they're not going to be as much strength focus but they're going to be really nice because it's going to be more endurance focus so your muscles are going to be used to just that repetition of doing a squat for you know 25 or 30 reps and you can do multiple sets if you wanted to if you've never done them before maybe just start off with one and then over time as that starts to feel a little bit more comfortable you can do sets of you know two or three sets of 25 or 30 reps and if you do that you'll be in perfectly fine shape i mean you'll be set for all but like i don't know <laughs> maybe if you're gonna hike everest that'll be it'll require something a little bit more but for most of your your typical hikes those two activities should keep you in really good shape so you know, if your kids are getting to the point where they can beat you at basketball or they can run faster than you uh just doing these two basic exercises a couple times a week should at least get you to the point where um, you'll be able to prolong your time out uh, in the great outdoors with them going out on hikes uh, and maintaining that that time with them in the great outdoors so that's it that's what i have for today if you have any other suggestions or you have any questions please feel free to ask them be happy to take a look at what you have to say share it with everyone else answer any questions i can answer otherwise have a great rest of your day and i'll see you on the next one